Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're having an amazing day for today's topic. I'm super excited because this topic has been on my mind for a while now. And I just haven't gotten myself to record it because I felt like it needed to be perfect. But you know what? I'm just going to put it out there because I know it's going to help you. And if you are a client of mine that's listening to this, this is especially going to help you. Now, before we get into this episode, I just want to share some one-on-one client wins because they have been killing it lately. First off, I want to shout out my client, Gia. She recently completed the six-month one-on-one coaching program, and we have been just celebrating her wins and how far she's come. Y'all, when we first started working out together, she came from a workaholic burnout background, and she wasn't taking care of herself. She felt very disconnected with her body, didn't know when her body needed to eat, didn't know how to really stay consistent in working out and like move her body so that her body can be taken care of. And now she's eating three meals a day she's working out at the gym like before we even started she didn't even like have a gym membership and she's getting stronger like before the program she couldn't do a push-up and now she could do like six seven it's just like super amazing to see her body grow stronger but for her to really like recognize that this is a lifestyle now. She's taking care of her health and she's enjoying life at the same time and not feeling like she's missing out. And I'm just really proud of everything she's created for herself and especially knowing that she's confident that she's gonna like keep up with this lifestyle. Like that's the most important thing. Like this is her new normal now and I'm just so excited. Like it was just so fun celebrating and how she's gonna be celebrating is she booked a private yoga class with her friends and family to really make this a big deal, which I absolutely freaking love. So shout out to Gia, my client. She's amazing. I can't wait to share her story on IG, but so good. Another client of mine, Julie, she has just been killing it lately with her food. So When she started working with me, she had a very inconsistent eating schedule and she always felt like she had to eat at certain times because of the standard society food timing rules, right? So like 8 a.m. being breakfast, noon being lunch, and 5 p.m. being dinner. But that just didn't work for her. And now she's gotten into a consistent eating schedule that works for her body so that she's not waiting at least seven, eight hours to eat her next meal because when she gets to that place, she's like very, very hungry and she just doesn't like like how much she eats. And so now that she's at a place where she knows that the best eating schedule for her is 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7, 8 p.m., gold. Like less snacking, portions are looking good. So excited. She's seeing progress in her body 
And let me just say, she has been the most consistent she's ever been working out for the past six weeks without stopping. So let me just like put that out there. Like she's so proud of herself that she's like committing to this journey and it's feeling very, very doable. So let's get into what this episode is going to be about. Now, if you haven't listened to the weight loss identity episode, I'm gonna leave it in the show notes below because that is part one of this, especially if you feel like the diets has like shocked your confidence and you feel like you doubt yourself when it comes to you losing weight and being able to keep it off and you're trying to like, make this journey not be this thing where you're blaming your body you're blaming you like I think a lot about when I did keto and whole 30 like if I couldn't do it all the way through or if let's say I messed up in the middle of the week I would have like very mean conversation with myself of oh my gosh like it's because you're lazy it's because you're not disciplined enough it's because like you like are not committed like you don't want this bad enough like that was in my head a lot and when I transitioned over to lose weight the sustainable way it was really hard at first because of this self-dialogue and so if you're struggling with that right now I want you to listen to that part first because you're going to understand like how to get yourself into the weight loss identity version of you that is going to do this journey long term where you can stay committed to yourself learn how to trust your body learn how to trust yourself that you can see this journey all the way through now for this episode it's basically a part two off of that and i'm going to talk about your maintaining identity and this episode comes from the questions that my clients ask me as we go through the program when they have doubts coming up where they're like oh my gosh like i've lost five pounds like how do i know that that i can keep maintaining maintaining this not just during the time when I'm working with Sam but even after it and there's always like a lot of questions that come up of how do I maintain and like how do I make sure that like the habits are sticking and it's not just because I'm in the program like sometimes my clients can get into that mindset and it's totally normal right because I've thought about that too and this is exactly why you need to exercise your maintaining identity as well, just as much as your weight loss identity as you go through the program. And the program is set up in a way for you to do that so that you're not left with like losing, 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 losing for the like the next six months. And then at the end, it's like, all right, you got to your goal. Now your brain is going to act up and be like, okay, how did I get here? You're going to know exactly how you got there and the habits that you've put in when it comes to your eating, the habits that you've put in when it comes to your movement and the way you're thinking and talking to yourself, you're going to know like that blueprint, right? And when you know that and you are aware of it month to month all the way up to six months, it's going to make like the six month journey so much more manageable because you're like, oh, like I know that like I own the shit out of this 20 pound goal that I just created for myself. I know that I did the work. This is what I did. I know that the way I'm talking to myself works because I know the thoughts, the affirmation that I'm practicing that helps me take the action. Okay. And so And this is why the first thing 
that you need to do to exercise that maintaining identity, that identity of yours that's going to help you maintain the 20 pounds after you keep it off is you have to celebrate. This is why at the beginning of this podcast episode, I shared my client wins with y'all and I share how they are celebrating. I forgot to mention how Julie was going to celebrate, but she did mention that she's going to buy herself flowers. So um, she's she's buying herself flowers and then Gia is doing her yoga class, right? And I emphasize that so much because when you celebrate, not just at the end of the six month when you've lost the 20 pounds, but you celebrate every single step, you literally integrate. Like this is what my coach told me. And it is so true because if you don't celebrate, you're basically saying all of these wins doesn't like matter to me as much because I'm not gonna like do something about it for myself. Like that mindset is not gonna work if you're gonna wanna do this journey long term and you're listening to this podcast episode because you know you wanna do this journey long term. Okay. And so right now, I want you to ask yourself have you been celebrating? When was the last time you said something nice to yourself? When was the last time you bought something nice for yourself? And creating the experience of when you do buy those things or when you do say those nice things to yourself, letting yourself realize that you're doing this thing and you're saying this to yourself because you've accomplished all of these things. Because here's the thing. If you went from like eating one meal a day to three meals a day and you've noticed that that has impact in your energy level and your eating schedule has been the most consistent it's ever been and you don't think that is enough for you to celebrate, guess what? When you lose 20 pounds, you're not going to think that's enough either. If you think one pound off the scale doesn't count, It's not going to matter when it's at 20 pounds. It's never going to feel enough. And when things don't feel like it's enough, especially when it comes to your body, your food, and your weight, you're going to find yourself in this hamster wheel of consistently chasing after feeling good enough in this weight loss journey and like making your health journey being all about the scale. And we know about that life, okay? And so... I want you to reflect on that. And if you're not doing that right now, if you're like, Sam, I don't even have anything to celebrate. Okay, excuse me. I need you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to look at the past six weeks and I want you to write down what you've been doing really well. And I don't care if it's like three things on that list or if it's five, but you need to acknowledge what's on that list and go and like celebrate it. Because what's going to happen is when you go and celebrate, you're exercising that maintaining identity of yours of like, oh, I know how to keep eating three meals a day. I know how to keep going to the gym once a week. And you're literally integrating all of that into your system. So like that's step number one. This is why celebration is such a huge thing. And I actually have like this very special announcement coming up very soon in October, but I am like doing this very big thing because it is my 10 year anniversary and my weight loss journey. 
And you're going to hear more about it, but I want you to see, like, I am telling you the things that I'm doing myself. Like, I would not tell you to celebrate if I don't celebrate myself. And that's because I saw, like, how impactful it did for me because when you celebrate, you also create more motivation for yourself to keep going. Like, imagine you going through the entire six month of trying to lose 20 pounds and you're not celebrating at all. Like, look at how long that six month is gonna be. And like, that is the reason why you can like stop feeling motivated. It's because you're not even giving yourself the credit for the efforts that you put in, even if that effort is you planned one meal and then you ate out for the other two meals. Who cares? You did three meals a day and you were intentional with one meal. You still fed your body. You didn't skip through lunch. Those things count. Who cares if like you hit like your workouts three times a week, but two of them was walking and one of them was actually at the gym. You still move your body three times a week. I want you to see the bigger picture here because Five to ten years from now, that version of you, she don't give a shit. She don't care if, like, you only walked. She's like, oh, because of you, I have this lifestyle now where I'm constantly moving my body. Like, she's thinking like that. She doesn't care if it's, like, walking and it doesn't count and it has to be at the gym. Like, she's like, oh, now I just move my body because that's just who I am. I'm an active person. So that's how you embody that maintaining identity. Now, the second thing that you need to work on is to look at how you got where you are right now. And if you were to map out those steps, what did you do? This was super helpful for me. So for example, when my clients lose 10 pounds, we really dive deep into how they got to that 10 pound by working backwards, right? And so for example, I'll pop up like a Google Doc, and you can do this in your journal too. I'll put result semicolon 10 pounds and then i'll put actions what actions did you take to get to this 10 pound with your best guess right and with everything that you've been doing lately and oftentimes my clients are like okay so i've been eating three meals a day i've also been working out consistently three times a week and how I've been consistent when working out is I make sure that my clothes are packed the night before because I work really early and so I don't want to have to think about my clothes and what I'm going to wear to the gym and so I get that ready and then when the morning comes I take that bag and I just hit the gym and also my clients are even thinking like on the weekends, I make sure that I am planning my meals backwards based off of what's happening. So like for them, like if they have the birthday party in the evening, then they work around that birthday party meal and they're like, okay, my second meal is going to be at 2 p.m. Then if this birthday party is going to be at 7 and that means I'm going to have to wake up at around 9, 10 and that's going to be my first meal of the day. And another few actions that they are doing too is oh, like my plate, you know, like I noticed that when I double up my protein and I have like a half cup of rice and I also have veggies, like I feel very satisfied with my meals. And on the days where I only have rice and I just have like a meat with it, like chicken stir fry or something like that, I feel like it doesn't fill me up and it helps me like snack throughout the day, which I don't like. And and so that's good information for them. And then they also think about like, okay, I allow myself to, you know, have hot Cheetos once a week. And I also allow myself to 
make sure that the foods that I'm eating is what I want to eat. And so if someone is going out to eat and they're picking a place that maybe I'm not a big fan of, I like make sure that I put in my suggestion because it's important that I feel satisfied with my meals. Because if I'm not satisfied, I know that I'm going to end up eating more. And then sometimes my clients are even saying how I got to 10 pounds is I put boundaries up around drinking. Like I'm only going to allow myself to have like six shots or two cans of beer. And I only want to be drinking at least twice a month. I don't want to do it every weekend. And then so they list like all of the actions, like what have they been doing and what have they not been doing? And so I want you to do the same thing for yourself. Like if you have lost 10 pounds, do this. If you are going to the gym consistently, put that in the result line and then write down the action that you have been doing to get you to going to the gym consistently. And then from there, I'm like, okay, now that you know the result and you know like what you have been doing and what you have not been doing to get to that result, what have you been thinking? Like, how have you been talking to yourself? And a lot of time my clients are like, oh, I tell myself this doesn't have to be perfect. I always figure it out. I'm flexible with my schedule. Doing something is better than nothing. I'm in the middle of my 20 pound goal. And when they like know what those thoughts are for themselves, they realize like, oh, the way I'm talking to myself, that is how I got to these actions. Like these action, like I just didn't pull this out and just did them randomly one day, right? It's like, oh, I I talked to myself nicely. I reassured myself. I allow for hopefulness. I gave myself grace and I didn't let myself feel the pressure of needing to be perfect every single day. And I want you to do that because when you do this, you're going to see your blueprint. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, I didn't just, like, wake up and go to the gym. Like, the reason why I even go to the gym was because I packed my clothes the night before. I put that on my bed. And that was what triggered me to go to the gym. When I eat my three meals a day, the only reason why I got my three meals a day is because I thought about what I was going to be cooking tomorrow. And I chopped my veggies up the night before so that I can cook during lunchtime. Oh, when I decided that I was not going to like drink all the time, the trigger for me is telling my friends all of these other ways we can hang out besides drinking and just going to the club all the time whenever we hang out. And then from there, you learn so much about yourself because you're like, oh, This is how I operate. This is how I work and how I approach my journey. I know how to talk to myself to get myself motivated. And I know the type of shit that don't motivate me. And when I'm motivated, these are the actions that I do. And these are the actions that I don't do. And when I'm not talking to myself in this way, I'm definitely not doing these things. And you start to see the difference between both worlds the world where you talk very nicely to yourself and you're not putting a lot of pressure on like feeling rushed to the 20 pound goal and two you're seeing the other side where you are like being really rude to yourself when you step on the scale or when you look in the mirror and you're not seeing any quote-unquote progress and so you start 
talking really badly about like you being lazy and not being disciplined and you're not trying hard enough and that all of these like negative thoughts, right? So just think about that because this blueprint is evidence for your brain that you know what you're doing. And this is why it's so important for my clients and also you when you decide to join six month one-on-one coaching which you should by the way click the link in the show notes below to apply if this is like hitting all the spots for you because we do this work every six weeks and you're learning how to exercise your maintaining identity as you are losing weight at the same time and that's it right these are the top two things you gotta do number one you gotta celebrate And then number two, you got to like work backwards with the result that you have right now and do a quick, quick journal entry, a quick like note taking session where you just evaluate everything that you've done up to this point and just let yourself see that you know how to get to where you are. Because sometimes it can get really easy to get wrapped up in, oh, I don't know how I got here. And then you lose the confidence to keep going because you're like, I don't even know what's keeping this engine running. And when you do this work, you're going to realize like, oh, okay, I, I know what habits I need to work on. I know what habits I need to continue. I know what habits I need to stop doing. And that is what you need in this journey. So if you've been struggling with maintaining your weight, go and do these two steps. Go and go. Because if you've lost weight in the past and you gain it all back, it's because you haven't exercised this identity enough. And this is needed. And it's also because of the diets, right? But I want you to know, like, if you want to lose the 20 pounds and keep it off for good... You got to exercise this identity, okay? So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Come join me in the one-on-one coaching program. I cannot wait to support you because this is the program where you're going to lose the 20 pounds, keep it off without restricting, and I can't wait. So click the link in the show notes below, and I'll see you there. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.